0: She's not going to go on a diatribe. She'll just say,
1: no. no, I thought you were going to say she's not going to go on a diet. She's not going to go on a diet. No matter how many times I tell her. Oh, God.
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. This is episode 77, and we are covering the one hour, 16 minute, and one second to the one hour and 17 minute mark. This is your host, Aaron, and uh, I'm here with my two co-hosts. Well, guys, i got to get this off my chest. I'm the one... That's always giving up the love anytime these gentlemen need it. But then they just turn their back and they're off running with the crowd. I'm the one to sacrifice anything to please them. And I gotta say, I don't think they think about me when they're out. And check this out. It was only late last night. They were out there sneaking. Then they had the gall to call to check that I was waiting by the phone. All the world is a candy store and these jerks have definitely been trick-or-treating. Frankly, when it comes to true love, girl, with these guys, there's no one home. Please... Uh, introduce yourselves, you two, cold-hearted okay. snakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's been fooling around. I'm Ryan.
2: I'm Caleb. <laughs> Caleb still is not connected. Nope. All right, that's okay. God. Of course, it's Paula Abdul, cold-hearted oh, snakes.
1: look into his eyes. That, that video uh-oh. was in heavy rotation for my early <laughs> masturbation. Yeah. I'm glad you
2: said it because I had a note here to say that. Oh my god! And now I didn't have to say it.
1: <laughs> uh, for our younger listeners, there was this thing. Was it the box? Is that was that the channel? The box. Yeah. And-
2: a, yeah, the paid MTV.
1: Yeah, basically where you could call an, a one nine hundred number and request a video, and it was on TV. And um, that I recorded, I taped it off of the off of that channel, and um, used to used to play the part where she like is, like they're all grinding and she's right. making sexual noises and right. oh I made oh, the chism. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: that was definitely a um, yeah. She was a major influence on my adolescence as well. I feel like every time it came on, I also so grew a new pube. <laughs> um, allegedly the song... Well, like the video is really wacky uh, because it i don't actually understand it i assume it's supposed to be they're performing or auditioning yeah, I think for it's an audition record. i, I think, think it's a parody, parody of executives. something actually yeah. I think, I think, and uh, and these, these executives show up to the scene, and then they give an amazing sexual perform- dance performance and yeah. singing, and they even have a freaking uh, string section in yeah. there, and it's amazing, and then uh, by the end of it, the record executives are kind of shocked and... and uh,
1: Scandalized,
2: but they're all turned on. Don't know what to say about it. Which, I mean, what were they expecting? What were they expecting? Allegedly, the song was written about John Stamos. <laughs> oh really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's what they say on the internet.
0: I did not know that.
2: Yeah, let's just uh, get some clips there. Like that outfit of oh hers. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean,
1: she's so very attractive. <laughs> yeah, Paula Abdul was the was the it. I feel like she's still attractive. I feel oh, she's. I've heard she's that. Yep, yeah, that move. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, female superior. <laughs>
2: I don't know how I feel about the giant uh, dictator's hat
1: she's wearing. I am into it. Yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with that. It. It's uh, I, I wanted to fuck in bison. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we get it. Oh, Hot now, stuff. Yeah. Hot that, oh wait, wait they're the, are the blinds really crazy. when it gets super <laughs> sexy. Mm hmm. This is this is the part. We're on the scaffolding, all like writhing. Was that Kenny G? Yes. <laughs> Doom, 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 I doom, feel like doom, I remember her doom, being doom. more naked.
2: I mean, that's pretty
0: naked.
1: It's true it's mesh, but I feel like I guess I am remembering a bare midriff, not just a covered in mesh, but maybe that's just because I'm doing fan fiction. Those noises were always good. I um. Oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> right God, there. It's just straight up pretend <laughs> sex. Like that's it's this dry. It's like just dry humping. This
2: is like those crazy Jamaican dances that you see, like uh, like those like kind of dance hall where they're basically just banging.
1: Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Uh, grasping. I, this, um, another early masturbatory tool, um, was Janet Jackson's song, um, God, what was it, um, I can't remember, but there's one song of hers where she gasps, or, no, she goes, ah, like at one point, and I would take, I had that cassette, and I would rewind it and play it over and over until I came. <laughs>
0: I think that take a lot of, Like, are you jerking with one hand and playing the tape recorder with That's the That's not other?
1: how I jerked off. Like, up until okay. just a couple of years ago, the way I would jerk off was oh, to Jesus. to press my body on the floor and, like, hump the floor. This so happen. I had my hands free.
0: <laughs> wow, I've never been able to do
2: that. That's impressive. It's quite a technique. Well, at least you won't have carpal tunnel. Yeah, I do it the normal way now. All right, well. But you're way behind the rest of us. It's true. It's true. So the thing well, I don't understand is, like, this... I mean it's a pretty sexual music video, but there's no reason these people should be so shocked. This is still pop music there's lots of lots of sexual stuff going on that's what sells baby what'd you think it was nice <laughs> the dancers laugh uh all right, yeah, Paula Abdul. Good Abdoul, stuff. Everybody, get caught up on that. If you get up on that, <laughs> never heard of it before. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll put that video on the website. Hey, guess what? Let's transition. To, we've got a little shout out, a little pat on the back. That. On iTunes that we haven't gotten Always in, in a little to while. Always props. And uh, so it pleasures me, and I must say in a non-sexual kind of way. Wait, to, let me get on the floor. To tell you, two <laughs> uh, that uh, our iTunes shout-out comes courtesy of a new friend of the show, Mr. David Cabal. I hope to God I'm pronouncing that correctly. Cabal? Cable?
0: El Cabal. 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 I, don't know, man. I think it's probably. You'll ca- let us know. I think it's, ca- I think it's Cabal.
2: And uh, he is at Dave Cabal on Twitter, and he puts out lots of fun Transformers related content and commentary. And uh, I don't know if you guys do this, I'm sure you do. do. That thing where you dive deep into somebody's Twitter account and you're cycling through a person's old content. I like how
1: you call it diving instead of creeping. Well, <laughs>
2: that's exactly what it is. But I mean, you realize you're liking content that they produced months and months ago and that they're going to totally know I, that that's exactly what you were doing.
1: As an old person, that makes I me have seen that that is a joke that on on the social media that people do that. I've never done that, but uh, yes. All right. Well, I've heard of this activity.
2: Well, uh, I do it all the time. As wow. I was Twitter stalking, it made me realize I want to rewatch seasons one through three because he has a lot of references to those seasons and I just haven't watched them in forever, so... Maybe that'll be the next Autopod Deceptive project. We should watch them together. What it's never. What present. do you mean? What? Where'd you go? I don't know. Sorry. What?
0: Rate, are we recording yet? <laughs> Sorry. I thought I was present. <laughs> I wasn't. Dave. So Dave just recently. We need to
1: take you to a neurologist. <laughs> I know.
2: He really did just completely. Blank <laughs> out. And
1: actually, I didn't see
2: you blank out. No, but I, I saw you like blink back in. It yeah. was like
1: one of those gifts where like but, Caleb but, exe has. Uh, <coughs> but bl- my
0: my bl- reaction wasn't just like huh. It was like. What shock! <laughs> like
1: it was like you woke up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. So, oh my god. Okay.
2: Anyway, uh, I was just gonna share <laughs> David's David's uh, little review for it, which was very complimentary. Uh, finally a podcast dedicated to Transformers the movie, specifically 1986. Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb are genuinely funny. Two things I love about this podcast is that they've known each other since childhood for 30 years and they're true fans of Transformers. Love your collection, Aaron. This is definitely a party podcast of honest laughs laughs and fun segments. They're not afraid to be themselves after Dark with Ryan. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Or mess up. Which, oh no! By
0: the way, I don't remember ever messing up ever. Nope, it's all smooth sailing. I, don't, I just don't remember certain things at all. What? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, uh, but these are down to earth moments that I really love. This is truly a passion project come to life. It's almost dying, but uh, <laughs> uh, my ultimate favorite thing to do is jam out to their amazing theme song. Great job, Caleb. I uh, hope you guys make it available soon. I'll buy it, please. In conclusion, I hope these guys continue to do more and hope to meet them one day. Your pal, <clears throat> David Cabal. What oh, very, a sweetheart. Very right kind. of that was nice.
0: Very comprehensive.
2: Very kind. Certainly more than we deserve.
1: Always happy when After Dark gets a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate it when it gets a shout out. I know. Everybody, even me, hates it.
2: <laughs> but uh, his comments here reminded me that, that, guys, this isn't a podcast about transformers the movie this is a podcast about friendship yes friendship is magic yes <laughs> um okay so <laughs> speaking of friendship and and speaking of uh meeting, meeting people together. in person I, nice segue uh, the, <laughs> this a little reminder that we'll be at tfcon 2018 and not only will we be there we'll be hosting our very own event which uh, our pitch document called mental movie moments. I don't know that we've settled on that sooner.
0: I don't later, even know what we're calling if this is an event or it's a, a or a panel. panel or a program. But it's a it's thing. More like a
1: variety show. It
0: kind of, it kind of is. It, it's a presentation of sorts.
2: Yeah, sure. We'll be revisiting a handful of the most memorable and questionable moments from our favorite movies, yes. and we'll probably be revisiting some of our favorite script moments in deviation. Uh, Caleb is going <laughs> to live out his Bob Barker fantasy with some audience interactive game show moments. I guess yes. I just signed you up for hosting duties.
0: Um, we'll see. I mean, we. have <laughs> we've got some we'll see we've got some uh, friends coming which uh we're going to be joined by mike sybert he's coming too we're yep. looking forward to uh uh seeing him and we've done some collaborations and um he's got such a a, a great voice i think he would make a, a a great uh person to have the bob barker role but we'll see what happens <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, so um, at this point, we are pretty sure we're going to be
2: doing this on Sunday the 28th. We don't know the exact time or timing yet, but we've been working on the content this last couple of weeks. We've got a lot of work ahead of us, but I can tell it's going to be be a fun time. So uh, we're also working to produce some great merchandise. We've got original art t-shirts, posters. Hopefully we uh, can sell it there. A few other tchotchkes, (laughs) we haven't really figured out all those logistics out yet.
0: But Keychains, beer koozies, <laughs> but, they, but if Paper they're not available wipes. at the at the at the conference, we will, uh, I think, we'll finally be able to have we pimp some. our shop finally, finally put
2: yeah. stuff after up the, on the shop after on the our podcast website. is over. Our timing is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's TFCon USA, uh, Chicago, October twenty-six to twenty-eight, Crown Plaza Chicago, right over by the airport. Yep. Be
1: there and be square. Join us and
2: Mike Seibert. <laughs> <laughs> um by the way also in case you haven't noticed I had a bit of a cold so I know that I sound a little more stuffed up than usual and if you hear me coughing or just I sound a little more nasal that's how it's gonna be for the next three episodes baby so if you <laughs> hadn't noticed now you can focus on yeah, it
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> don't want you to were looking at me yet.
0: like I was making a mistake no I was just like <clears throat> oh wow there, well, there it was. we go oh uh yeah but now, now it's totally drawn to their attention so Good. If,
2: uh,
1: yep
0: Good. That's all I wanted.
2: All right, last episode recap. The Junkions and their ship were compacted and taken to the curb. (laughs)
1: It's brilliant. (laughs) And we
2: kicked off the title card of the century. It's Hot Rod, Galvatron, Battle to the Death. Find out who's got the touch this very episode. Oh, my God. So we kick things off right at the top of this minute with uh, Galvatron continuing to throttle Hot Rod. Ryan, I don't know if uh, you've got a good Galvatron voice and you want to do
1: this first prime then ultra magnus and now you it's a pity you autobots die so easily or i might have a sense of satisfaction now that's cold so that's a great
2: iconic line there and as they struggle hot rod manages to get his hands around the matrix as he touches it, it responds, begins glowing a bright shimmering blue, and we start to get the mystical Power Fuck Rock yeah. reprise of the
1: touch. Now, again, I, we bring this up all the time, or I do, but, like, just imagine if these were humans. Like, if, like, Serpentor were choking Duke to death. Like, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, But there's
0: some... Fucked up stuff that happens in G.I. Joe, the movie. It's true.
1: I mean, like, he does get stabbed in the chest, but like, yeah. with that's. This, with this Cobra
0: Commander gets turned into a, a fucking
1: diet. snake man. Yeah.
2: I mean, Homer chokes out Bart all the time. That's true. It's played for that's comedic more effect. Adult it's like, more it, it,
1: it's domestic abuse hilarity. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess it's just striking. And like you can also, I mean, like I said last episode, you can hear Hot Rod's neck creaking as yeah. he chokes him. Yeah. So here we got the touch. Yeah, absolutely. And I its i love this minute.
2: So Hot Rod at this point snatches the Matrix from the chain around Galvatron's neck. He performs a little somersault and he stands. At this point, the Matrix glows even more strongly. We hear the voice of Optimus Prime commanding Hot Rod to arise as Rodimus Prime. Mm-hmm. And he does... The power of the matrix causes Hot Rod to grow, I'd say, by some 30% or so. In height and girth.
1: Yeah, he's thick.
2: <laughs> so um, I had to dissect this a little bit and I'll rewind it because I never really got the physics of how Hot Rod became disengaged from Galvatron. And uh, I
1: think he puts his leg into it. Yeah, that's
2: it? what, yeah, best I can tell, that's what happens here. And I just never could really tell that before. Somehow he was able to get his legs in between yeah. himself and Galvatron and basically kicked him off of him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, oh, yeah. yeah. He grows up. And I guess we can just
1: talk about it why he changes form. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Because he's the only one that does. The only one in any of the, uh, at least G1 um, cartoon, that ever changes form when he gets the Matrix. I, get, I mean, who else have we seen get the... I mean, we saw Ultra Ultramagnus. Ultra he did not change form. He could
2: barely fit the thing
1: inside his <laughs> chest hole. Uh, exactly. I mean, Optimus Prime, um, you know, doesn't... This one is like you could you could shoehorn it in because Optimus Prime doesn't change form when he takes the Matrix out. Uh, whereas in Season 3, Hot Rod... Er, Erotimus reverts to Hot Rod whenever he takes the Matrix out. Um, hmm. And but I mean you could argue I guess Prime is dying so it doesn't it doesn't change but also whenever he changes from Orion Pax and is made by Alpha Trion into Optimus right it's you could say that he gave him the Matrix at that point which seems quite ridiculous right but, um, so it's just like but then my question becomes like do the Autobots know that the leader changes when you get the Matrix because then Ultramagnus would be like oh. What? Why, <laughs> why did it change? I, nothing why, happened. No, I, I, I must change? be perfect.
2: Yeah. So to your point, okay, we don't know if uh Ultra Trion just jammed the matrix into Orion Pax <laughs> and then it came out looking like Optimus Prime. In fact, I think We assume that he fixed him, changed his name, but didn't give him... Right. He didn't have any leadership duties
1: at that point. Right. And and he says in that episode that he's making them into battle-hardened bodies, I think. Okay. uh, So basically, he's creating new bodies. Right. That are able to fight the Decepticons.
2: Gotcha. So,
1: yeah. So why is this
2: necessary other than to give him a trailer and sell two toys instead of one?
0: I mean, I think... (sighs) There's that, but also, (laughs) I think, for the purposes of symbolism, the purposes of writing, we can all assume that, you know, they're really driving home that he's maturing, and... Right. For Mm -hmm. the
1: purpose of the movie, I think it works, yeah, because it's a visual of, like, now he's different, like, uh, but it's just... It, in the mythology of the universe, it's strange. Yeah. The uh, I, And maybe it could be that... I mean, Hot Rod is
2: still relatively young, but he obviously is chosen by the Matrix in a way and, that Ultra Magnus wasn't. So perhaps it's the wisdom that's contained within the Matrix that's just being... Like, transferred right. over to him in physical form. That's
1: another argument I read. It is like, the Matrix chooses the leader, so that's why Ultra Magnus doesn't change. Mm-hmm. But also, then again, you why have did to, that, was Optimus Prime never supposed to can be the Rodimus,
0: leader. Can Rodimus also transform into a car? He, he does He does not. He what just, is, he's just a truck. What is he, so, or he's a car that pulls a trailer. <laughs> yeah, so but when, I don't think they can separate. So when he, Can they? So, but what hap- how does he leave Unicron? Uh, we'll get well, to that. We'll, uh, we're we're uh, not soon there yet. <laughs> soon I, we minute. can cut this out. But my well, my my point is: is does he transform into a car when he drives out of Unicorn? No. He turns into his new
2: automobile form. You cut all this out. Sorry. Okay. It's all good. Um, A couple things. This seems like a good point to talk about some of the physical differences between Hot Rod and Rodimus Prime. Um, I looked at a few different animation models. Um, First of all, there's the 30% growth in length and girth, as Ryan said. (laughs) Just like all those
1: advertisements (laughs) tell me I can. He gets (laughs) Uh,
2: T-H-I-C-C. So his face fills out a little bit. Um, he grows more mature. He has these uh, kind of signature wisdom lines that are on mm-hmm. his face now that he didn't have previously. Um, his back wings, in the animation models, and I don't have these pulled up. Sorry, guys. In the animation model, his back wings become longer at the sides, and there's it's less angular, but they didn't really reflect that in any of the actual animation that i could find mm-hmm. but his shoulders get broader they lose sort of a more childlike slumpish appearance and uh the best part is that his crotch gets bigger <laughs> <laughs> so he grows where it matters his, uh, his big old waist <laughs> waist area his ratio gets uh, a lot bigger rc there. will be pleased <laughs> His, on the animation, it's hard to tell in the movie. I think maybe there is a slight color difference in the movie. But in his animation model and in uh, season three episodes, he's a slightly different color. Yeah. Hot Rod's red is a little bit more on the purplish scale. Dare I say fuchsia? Mm, Uh, Fuchs? While Rodimus Prime is a bit more classic red with kind of darker brownish tonalities.
1: I like like the Rodimus model. I like how bulky
2: he is. Mm Mm-hmm. No, he looks way. You know, he looks very cool as Rodimus, commanding
1: yeah. it and, and you know, uh, leader worthy. Uh, I dare say. You know. Pause it here at one sixteen twenty-two, and in about two seconds, it, I love this. I think it's probably a happy accident, but right after Stan Bush sings "Yeah," Galvatron says "No." <laughs> Oh wow, I'm sure it's a total happy action. Yeah, it has to be, but I just <laughs> noticed that in watching this last night, and then fires his arm cannon at, at uh, Rodimus.
2: So at this point, yeah, as Ryan's saying, he aims his cannon, pops out a handful of blasts, which nail Rodimus right in the torso, but, but... do no damage. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, one of the blasts hits the Matrix directly, knocks it out of Rodimus' hands.
1: I always felt like it hit his hand, but I guess... You think it's the Matrix or the hand? Let's take a look. It Uh, it could be the hand. It could be six of one, half dozen of the other, and then the matrix flies. I I like the angular, squared-off shine that it makes on the floor. It doesn't really make much sense, but I like it.
2: No, I think I I think it looks great. Um, I'm wondering, like, I guess, why no damage at all? I mean, did the The power of the matrix was the matrix providing a temporary
0: shield? Because I
2: mean, people hold can hold the matrix and get damaged, as we've seen. Right, but
0: he is he's activating it. Somehow, that's true. That that is, is true. That no one else we've seen, no one else do. That's true. It is active. It's not
2: yes. dormant. And female.
1: that's right. Yeah, I feel like he's bathed in Matrix power, which is one why he's impen- invulnerable to the blast and why he's so strong here in a second. Um, but like, there's also some of this in the comic where in the movie. Adaptation in the comic book, um, Optimus Prime uh, uses the Matrix to destroy Unicron and mm-hmm. is just killed himself at the same time, but mm-hmm. he's still alive for a few minutes on like falling back to Cybertron because he they literally say he was bathed in Matrix energy, which is why he's still alive. Nice.
2: gotcha. And then he gives the leadership to Grimlock or something. No, he says tell Grimlock. I'm sorry, something
1: I can't remember. I can't remember either. And I just tell, read those
0: tell Grimlock. Suck
1: it. I never liked him.
0: So at this
2: point, Rodimus delivers an excellent point at uh, Galvatron, which
1: I love this illustration here.
2: Great hand. His hand has become more squared off as well. I do
1: like the squared fingers. This is also a hand position that I used to draw endlessly. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. a transformer hand, but just anybody. I would do that. It's kind of a fun angle. And I know, okay. And not that tough to draw. Yeah, we're here one hour, 16 minutes, and 33 seconds where he speaks as Rodimus. And I understand, of course, his voice isn't going to be different. But even as a kid, like, the fact he doesn't talk like Rodimus in the cartoon and his voice is still, like, Kind of, I mean, what Nelson's voice is kind of is not that deep, and so I felt like his Hot Rod's voice coming out of Rodimus's mouth was weird for me.
2: But you can tell that yeah. they try to gruff it. He up. He does, but a little bit. Like especially in a later minute, I think it's more evident than in right here at this moment it's where he true. says this is the end of the road, Galvatrod. But I think they try to put some put some rasp on that shit.
0: Yeah, are his um, arm arm pipes bigger too? I mean... I don't know they're that they're more, bigger they're more proportionately. More pr- pr- pronounced,
2: or... Nah. Like he's got three Megatron-sized fusion cans in <laughs> yeah. <on> his arms. <laughs> I don't think they necessarily are. Uh-uh. Now he catches six fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great! <laughs> so, uh... At this point... Big callback right there. (laughs) Yeah, way back into the depths. Go
1: back and listen to episode, like, 12.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So he charges Galvatron at this point, and I guess you can get a sense of what his arm cannons exhaust cannons look like at this point uh they get into uh a little scuffle hugging, here a hugging match. they grapple uh galvatron swings a left hook and misses hang on we'll get
1: to see that here in a second mm-hmm. left hook, i feel like he connected left hook miss oh you think so well uh rodimus's head jerked yeah and i felt like he just shrugged it off Maybe. yeah i think he's just so strong
2: okay yeah All right, I guess it did hit him. Yeah. Well, he's about to also throw a right cross. I feel like he didn't connect on that one either. Let's see. Yeah. I think he missed. That was a miss. Okay, missed on his right cross. And uh, then Rodimus picks Galvatron up over his head and throws him. It's got to be a hundred feet. He if throws him so hard. He <laughs> blasts through
0: <laughs> Unicron's side. So. I'm sorry. I fi- oh, go ahead. No, go. it's funny. I'm uh, sorry. I find it Watching you laugh at it when we were
2: watching it. We were like, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it was great.
0: It's pretty weird. Watch, let me watch it again real quick. I just want to see this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it is kind of. It's kind of humorous. So he okay. throws
2: him a hundred or more feet through the interior lining of whatever. Fucking I mean, given organ they're probably thirty in. feet tall, it's gotta Let's, be like a hundred
0: yards. It is. Yeah, it's it's, it's um. Uh, is Unicron made of like ceramic?
1: <laughs> that was just a really weak point. Yeah, it's like, it's like very thin skin, right? And maybe there. he's
2: a little weakened because the matrix has been activated. Pot. We can come yeah. up with some more. Uh, I'm just saying, Galvatron.
0: Somewhere. I'm surprised Galvatron wasn't just pulverized as he
2: like, squished. Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. I'm trying to figure out. I was trying to break this down and see if this offered any clues as to where, where? the hell they are inside I of him, like
1: stomach area. Yeah, and that's, that's the what but, Like the, the kidney. Like kidney, abdomen
2: region. or so, kidney. I think those are all good. Uh, Uh, As good a guess as any, I suppose. In the
1: script, that's where they are.
2: Okay, alright. Well, Galvatron uh, pierces Unicron's flesh. He leaves a bright purple explosion in his wake... From the force of, uh, of the hurl, Galvatron fl- flies through space, screaming, unable to take control of his direction <laughs> or slow down. Mm-hmm. And by 1649, he's fallen off the screen. <laughs> he's gone <laughs> in this movie. Never to be seen again. Rod- Rodimus threw him <laughs> out
1: of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> really what happened.
2: And uh, so back to Rodimus. Uh, continuing to hold the Matrix in his iconic kettlebell Mm -hmm. to the chest pose, Uh, close up on the Matrix itself, which now miraculously has finger holsters. It,
1: It randomly has them in the movie.
2: And uh, he slips his fingers in those holster. <laughs> Guys, I feel like our darkest hour is about it's to get lit
1: the cold. fuck up. I I realize this part is very important, obviously, to the movie. But, like, and so clearly they put effort into it. But the animation on these parts is so cool. Oh, right. Like, yes. it's so good. Like, slipping his fingers into they the, better the be, holes. And, they better be good. Well, that's what I, that's, The lighting effects. That's what I wrote down is, like, how bad would it have sucked if, like, they're really rushed at the end of the movie and it just, just cuts to, like, black and white wireframes. Oh, yes. I would
2: say there's a couple pieces in some upcoming minutes that oh, are phoned in a little absolutely. bit. But uh, this it's part shot. is not. This yeah. part is yeah. great. The lighting effects are great. I'll say this. Is great.
1: Everything inside Unicron's good. Everything outside Unicron, <laughs> not right? so good. It gets a little,
2: gets a little rough. Uh, but on uh, our last few seconds here of the minute, he uh, opens up the Matrix, no. uh, pulls the casing away from the core, if you will, it and works. with real determination he says, now light Darkest darkest Hour. hour.
1: Uh, It's not floating. There's a wire in there that's holding it. Oh, okay. Is there really? Yeah, you didn't see that?
2: No. I always thought it floated. Mm -hmm. See? Oh, okay. I don't think they needed to do that, but whatever. Wow.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess. I never thought it floated.
2: Wow,
0: there is a little wire
1: there. It's like a children's toy. Yeah, be like, boing, boing. boing. (laughs) (laughs) It does look, yeah, it's like a Suzanne Summers workout. Uh, Dude, accessory. I was to say,
2: I don't like that. I don't
1: really? Like I'm hoping it would Oh, I never thought it floated, so I guess it's never bothered. That doesn't bother me. I mean,
2: yeah, I'm really disturbed by that. Uh, maybe it's because it's totally introducing
0: me to something I, mean, I never I mean, I guess did. even
1: as a kid, I was just so observant. <laughs> <laughs> You're a great person. <laughs> You're a great
0: person. I just, I just, all I'm imagining, you know, is watching this and being on the floor. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, let's all get down there. Yeah. So, uh, a quick discussion. I'd like. Uh, Hot Rod,
2: definitively kicked Galvatron's ass. But you definitely should never think, oh, that guy's never going to be back again. Well, that Galvatron. They just yeah. pulled the classic Darth Vader move, right? there. Sure. It is, I guess, yeah. Another uh, homage to Star Wars. we right. an homage to, yeah. oh, we don't want to create a whole new villain and a whole new toy to right. sell between now and season three, I guess. I think, I mean, Hot Rod would know better than anybody that you need to fucking uh,
0: murder a Decepticon leader or it's going to come back to you. I don't think he was real aware <laughs> of just how strong he was when he... Like, he threw him through. Right, the he just wanted his lights against oh. the wall. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, well I, I guess back to this Matrix business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: And the only other thing is, I
2: guess, I, I guess we can just take it as Galvatron was shook from this mm-hmm. display of power. But we saw him use his arm cannon to kind of slow, like, well, to propel, propel himself earlier in the movie. So I feel like I felt- he should have
0: been able to kind of be like... Get back in the action. I, I want. To, here's how I think it should have played out. He throws Galvatron, and Galvatron just flies through a series of rooms of Unicron. <laughs> <laughs> As the kind of recap, he'll like fly by like Dan, like Daniel and all of them. The lava vat. Area, I think one of these rooms should just be the, a lady we, in a shower, like Porky <laughs> yes, like yes, style, exactly and she pulls right. the curtain. Yeah, This <laughs> flies back to all of the scenes that we've seen inside Unicron so far. Oh man, if I had Grant, the time to make that, I'd kill I know so. <laughs> that, that would, would be, be great.
1: Somebody make that for yeah, us. It's like, there's the char- um, there's the I felt like he was unconscious. Yeah. Could, that's how I guy. that's how I frame it. When it that's why he can't stop himself he got beat the fuck up I just think they needed to get him out of this movie <laughs> we gotta end we gotta wrap this
2: up and it <laughs> wrap it up and wrap it out uh I guess that brings us to uh my favorite part of the show rip deviations <laughs> Uh, So this is Aaron speaking, and as uh, most people know, I do my deviations first, as it is a draft that is pretty close into what we see on screen, but still has some interesting uh, little tidbits. And Ryan's version typically uh, is a little bit more unhinged, as it is an early Friedman draft. Do you
1: think anyone is tuning in for episode 77, and that's the first one they listen to? That oh, yeah, would be amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I I like how he always. I says like it I out. like it too. I, that just made me think of like we set it up, and I like the intro of it. It's I, just like I definitely think it's there's people. Very, to... it's a very series driven podcast. Yeah. Sure, but
0: I, I I do think that there's people that are that are stepping into this in certain. parts. I think so too.
1: I know a lot of people, especially even on like um uh well on established podcasts, they'll listen to a recent episode and then go back if they liked it and listen to the older ones. But yeah, um, it, I've done that. It, yeah. Anyway, it just makes me think of that every time. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I only do it because I'm self-conscious about the... I don't know, remember who gave the critique around <laughs> that Caleb's... Our voices are the same. Uh,
0: Caleb has the most beautiful voice, mm-hmm. um, a beautiful oh, huh. under... I, I, I just, I'm comforted by how you always set it up the same way. And that makes me feel good.
1: <laughs> it makes me feel safe. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Right.
2: So in my version of the script, Hot Rod's transformation begins during the grappling match with Galvatron. Oh. So he starts actually kind of growing while he is grappling Grappling. and has his hands on the matrix and he does it as he's almost dead but his hands still grasp the matrix from his chest the matrix lights up and then it says that hot rod grows at an alarming rate age shows on his face alarming he's stronger and wiser and yeah they just kind of omit the separation of them so he just becomes rodimus prime while he's fighting with galvatron and they don't really make a big like moment of him separating from them Sorry, that wasn't very interesting the way I presented it. Okay. No, nope. yeah, cut listening. that right out. Um, <laughs> no, no. The, this script does clarify that he throws Galvatron through Unicron's side, mm-hmm. and um, he sticks his hand in the matrix. We saw the it, it, the way it, it mentions the way he puts his hand in the matrix, and that it also refers back to the the Ultramagnus shock that he got. You may recall. Because he's not meant to open it. He did not get the shock. Like, OMG. He did not get the shock. Um, And this is a little bit into the next minute, but I don't want to lose it. Mm -hmm. This is just a great line from the script. It says, Then, like pulling the pin on a hand grenade, he unleashes the spiritual equivalent of a bomb.
1: That's weird. That's a, weird That's a weirdly phrased. Yeah, that doesn't work. But whatever. <laughs> I like it. All right. I think it works. I dislike it. I would have <laughs>
2: said atom bomb. Like a big, like a bomb can be bigger or small. I would have said like an atom bomb. But why the, not a hydrogen the, bomb? What? Are you sure? <laughs> sure. But Isn't like, a hydrogen bomb
0: just a bitter atom bomb? No, it's not actually. They're Fuck, different. I don't know anything. It's, they're different. It's, it's, yeah. it's a fusion bomb yeah. as opposed to it's a fission incre- bomb. It's much more powerful than an atom bomb and it's, they function differently. They're hydr- completely different destructive weapons. They are. Yes. And yes. actually, they pretty much use an atom bomb to, to trigger a hydrogen, a hydrogen bomb. bomb yeah, Which know. is fucking badass. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a hydrogen... Basically, the analogy... The imagine for Hydrogen Bomb is taking a piece of the sun and putting it on the surface of the earth. Mm Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Weirdly, not as much fallout
0: with a Hydrogen Bomb. No.
1: Sweet. Yep. 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 Let's drop more of them.
2: Yep. Ryan, uh, what's in your script?
1: Okay, this one's a little lengthy um, this minute, and it, it it jumps around for the next couple of episodes, so I've kind of just arbitrarily cut it off, because Galvatron's in the next couple of um, episodes I'm going to read about, but because uh, it's pretty different. Um so if you remember uh, when we ever we left off in episode seventy six, um, b- basically Hot Rod and Galvatron are grappling, and instead of a physical matrix, there is the <laughs> he's wearing Galvatron is wearing a bottle with Optimus Prime's like little life, life spark essence inside mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so they're grappling, and Hot Rod says, "I've been waiting for this. I we <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird line. Um, we see a small life spark of Optimus Prime, and it starts to glow and pulse. Hot Rod, it's." It's the life spark of Optimus Prime. And then as the glow of the life spark illuminates his face, you hear the voiceover of Optimus Prime. <laughs> you have put behind you the ways of childhood. Be the Autobot you were created... That's my Galvatron voice. <laughs> be, the, <clears throat> be the Autobot you were created to be. And then he is bathed in the glow of electrical effect playing on his form, and Optimus voiceover, Stand for the light, Rise, Rodimus Prime. And then Galvatron falls as Hot Rod drops him and stands the full glowing light and changes the mature form of Rodimus Prime. Ooh. Mature in appearance now, he feels his face. <laughs>
0: it's got stubble.
1: Yeah. yeah. And um, his voice Check his pubes. Yeah, <laughs> he looks in his pants. Oh my oh gosh! Oh shit! <laughs> it's a big my moment. My air, John, peace. <laughs> and then his voice is, uh, he is deeper and resonant. I am Rodimus Prime now, which is a less-than-stellar line. Yeah. <laughs> and then Galvatron, furious, with a blaster in his hand. And clearly, okay, there's Galvatron has no arm cannon, apparently, because he keeps using blasters and knives, yeah. and it's never mentioned that he has an arm cannon. Anyway, yeah. furious, blaster in hand. What good is a name to a dead Autobot? Which is a great line.
0: Yeah, yeah that's a good one.
1: And then the bla- uh, he fires at Rodimus, and the blast drives him back, and Galvatron throws himself on him, kicking, clawing, rolling over, and breaking through transparent tissue-like membrane.
0: Ah, yes, because of the ingestors. Yeah,
1: falling into a cavernous space filled with gushing acid geysers and rivers. Nice. And uh, we go p- pull out to ingester, where, as with a roar, he plucks Grimlock and sludge off his leg, holds them aloft, trapping and squirming, says, Parasites! Arrgh! throws them aside crumping cr- crumping crumpled and bellowing and then we're on daniel rc and ultra magnus on the horn of ingester as they cling to the base of it trying to keep behind it so that he can't see them i don't know how he'd see him if they're on his head but <laughs> ultra magnus says he's too powerful unless hot rod can do something i'm afraid we're finished Ingester roars and turns back to Cybertron. And then we cut back to Inside to Ingester, where uh, basically Galvatron and Hot Rod are fighting. And then they f- roll into a cavern where the moons of Cybertron hang in webbing as though webbed over in the digestion process. Also, there are space vehicles in various stages of decomposition robots, planets, etc., etc., etc. Weird. Yeah. And uh, Galvatron um, says, You're mine now, Rodimus Prime. And then as the staggered, dizzy, Rodimus falls back against the wall. Galvatron looms over him with a sharp shard of broken metal in his two hands like a broadsword, which he's ready to drive into Rodimus's chest.
2: Farewell!
1: And he races for the death blow, but then he looks up at Jazz and Cliffjumper on the edge of their escape module, which is, uh, I guess, in some of the webbing that's up there. And the, um, Jazz and Cliffjumper blast at Galvatron with their sidearms, and Jazz shouts down, Nail the sucker Rod, baby! We're with you! Wow! <laughs>
0: I don't know why I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but it just it, it No, you
1: like, don't need to. No. Galvatron, I don't like that part because it really takes the um like Seriously? the ownership of well that, but it also takes the ownership of beating Galvatron away from Rodimus, like yeah. he has to be rescued basically. And then he fall, Galvatron falls back to get out of the way of the blasters. And as he does, Rodimus regains his feet and comes at him. Starts clobbering Galvatron, driving him back with punch after punch. And he says, My turn! <laughs> and Galvatron reels back and collapses against the wall. And sa- and then as he is uh, at Rodimus' um, mercy, he, Galvatron says, Wait! Would you extinguish me without knowing my name? A brief beat, eyes narrowing triumphantly. My true name is Megatron! Oh, what is this like a reveal? Yeah. Like, oh, they. Like, I guess, but then I mean, it, the viewer knows. Yeah. So it's a weird reveal to Rodimus. But yeah. then it occurred to me, man, the Autobots probably don't know Galvatron's me- Megatron in the movie, right. do they?
2: Yeah. Huh. No reason. Oh, except for he says first Prime, now Ultra Magnus. Like I guess that's kind true. Of gloats to being that's true. behind all of their yeah issues. I'm gonna stop right there. Okay good one that um uh description of the webbing and the stuff in the webbing mm-hmm. makes me think of when people cut open sharks and alligators or anacondas and find dead bodies and license plates and <laughs> well, oh God, does it that's happening yeah yeah all the time find, yeah, find, yeah like every week. No. <laughs> all the time <laughs> i don't know what week doesn't go by but he's not cutting open an anaconda and finding a baby and a wyoming license plate yeah
1: I feel like you've just watched Jaws recently. <laughs> I feel like this is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. Uh, bull sharks, I think in particular, are like the like garbage scows of the sea. They'll just swallow anything essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for backing up. I don't me know up. who's no, gutting it's... all these fucking reptiles <laughs> no, and fish. That, and that fish part was apparently a joke. watching it all the time. <laughs> all the time. It is creepy.
2: It. Every now and again, you'll see uh, you'll. Come across My, a video as I do. I don't. These, I don't come across of where an anaconda has like swallowed a kid or something, oh, God. and you, you can see the the, the stretched out humanoid uh, form inside want, the snake, just
1: like you can see the dick inside. Like, I, no, 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 in the I'm not liking back.
2: any of this at all. <laughs> I try to remember what that subreddit is called. It's called. Uh, There's a. Oh, no, uh, anyway. Whatever.
1: Uh, I, just. <laughs> Trolling YouTube for vivisection of animals, hoping to find a baby. <laughs> Good lord! around a round of while. <laughs>
0: All right, so, okay, we can. I'm the ghost of the iconic moment. <laughs> you know, Caleb, do you have an iconic moment? How could you not choose the what's on screen? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How can I not? I feel I like I. Oh, no, I take that back. I love. Galvatron getting tossed out <laughs> and, and through
2: the wall. Honestly, yeah, that's, that's what I have down that's here. That's Because that moment is referred to several times in the series after, like, the season hmm. three. Like, they show clips... Of that scene, random like not randomly, like at chosen times, mm-hmm. but like of that happening, and so I feel like you see it over and over again. I could watch it over and
1: over. Again. <laughs> I don't know why Somebody please it. Dr- <laughs> make that gif of Galvatron <laughs> flying through Unicron, past a woman in a shower, uh, yeah, past a couple other rooms, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe Daniel and Spike. Yep. I, for me, the iconic moment is um, when you hear uh, Optimus's voiceover, like because yeah, you haven't heard him good. in the movie since like minute twenty-five.
2: That's good that is a good one peter colin finished his recording that was the last thing he recorded probably and he just a tear fell from his eye as he walked out the recording studio that
1: day he, and, went to,
0: and went to the bank <laughs> oh, he seems like
1: a really genuinely sweet guy like of all the interviews and, and stuff i've watched of him and, and at cons and stuff he seems like a really cool dude like i saw, so i watched an interview or not an interview but him at a con uh talking about um, I can't remember if it was some job he was going in on, on maybe, like, I don't know if it was f- with Frank Welker or not, but something, basically, he was reading a part, and, like, uh, oh, no, I don't think it was Frank Welker, maybe it was somebody else, but he was reading a part, and, like, he was talking to the, the producers about why he was reading this part because somebody else, some other actor, had done it previously, and they basically essentially told him they didn't want to pay him what the actor was wanting, and he said he walked out, and I thought oh, that wow. was a, a classy move. Wow.
2: Yeah, he he does definitely seem like a good guy. Like, just I've never heard him say any. I've heard a few different voice actors. I was actually listening to some actors. I like you hear some actors talk shit about other actors, and mm-hmm. this guy's a class act, though. Yeah, yeah. Peter Collins a class act. Next time on the Autobot Defector, <laughs> like pulling the pin on a hand grenade, Rodimus unleashes the spiritual equivalent of a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yes friends there will be explosions galore as we cover the 87th minute wait a minute
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god What? what we? we have a special edition <laughs> <laughs> breaking news <laughs> what
2: yes friends there will be explosions galore as we cover the 77th minute of the transfer is that 78th right? <laughs> good lord
1: what, what how late was it when you
2: were making this <laughs> no, i made this two weeks ago <laughs> Yes, friends, there will be explosions galore as we cover the 78th minute of Transformers the movie. Nailed it. Except I didn't say the Transformers the movie. Fuck. But... So, uh, hey, quick <laughs> reminder: TFCon USA, Ooh. October 26 through 28, Crown Plaza, Chicago. Mike Seibert. be there. Will be there. <laughs> Mike Seibert will be there. Yeah. Listen to our show continually. And there's only like, on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Galvatron flying <laughs> through the air. <laughs> And just hitting walls and going into other rooms (laughs) and spaces. I think that uh, in that animation, yes, we do need them flying past the woman in a shower. Yes. We need him flying past other scenes. Then I think he's flying flying past a scene. (laughs) Mount Rushmore. that's good. That's good. Also, I think flying past a scene of him and Hot Rod fighting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's going backwards in the movie. Over dead
2: (laughs) Optimus. (laughs) uh... Love it. Uh, so listen to the show, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Follow us on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of them at apoddecast. And, of course, the web presence, autopoddecepticast.com. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a cold-hearted snake Absolutely.
1: Reference. After I finish jacking it. <laughs>
2: if this, if this gif gets made, that's definitely going <laughs> not be up there because it will not get made. I'll,
1: I'll
0: make a video of the way I used to masturbate and put that <laughs> Oh, God. Make it, like, an illustration, like, how you, like, <clears throat> a, like air, an airplane, like, safety Oh, illustration. perfect. That done is perfect. and done. Yeah, you go. <laughs> All right, iTunes users, rate and subscribe. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> bye,
2: bye, bye. bye. <laughs> Where
0: they connect to your body,
2: right? If you had elbows on your latissimus dorsi,
0: I suppose, yes, and
2: then just went up in a creepy kind of way.
1: I only know the latissimus dorsi because of the movie Doctor Detroit. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and Howard Hessman. Have I seen that movie? him at one point, and he says, "You're too stressed." And he goes, "Oh yes, my latissimus dorsi."
2: What was Doctor Detroit? It was.
1: It's pretty fucking. Crazy. It's a uh, Dan Aykroyd plays like a collegiate professor who gets pulled into this web with um, with a, a pimp and his uh, sex workers, and the pimp gets indebted to this uh, this rival Bob boss called Mom, mm-hmm. who is a woman and this sounds familiar. Uh, like Howard Hesman skips town and leaves Dan Aykroyd in charge, and like so he has to put on this persona called Dr. Detroit, where he has like a claw arm and a wig, a fright wig, and he talks like this, Oh mom," and he walks like a, kind of a limp. Wow, it is a crazy movie, and he has to like go get one of the sex workers out of jail at one point, and he plays like a country lawyer. <laughs> Now, I'm just a simple. Well, I'm a son of the South because so like, the, the judge is like a Southern guy. I guess
0: anything, co- I think, I guess anything went back then. It was
1: like 83 or something like that when that came out. Oh.
0: Well, remember,
2: uh, let's not forget Dan Aykroyd's stint in blackface in the movie Trading Places. Yes,
1: yes. 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 that's correct. It yeah. is uh, problematic in today's climate. Yeah. Or any climate, really.
0: <laughs> What's that movie he's in with Chevy Chase and it's like a weird, like.
1: Nothing but trouble.
0: Is that it? it, or is it that a, a weird. Or weird. Dan
1: have plays an old man. Yes. It's nothing but trouble. It's
0: a disturbing movie. It's
1: a terrible <clears> film. <throat> it has like six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You
2: guys love it though. I do like it. I like it because it's the first screen appearance of a young Demi Moore MC from Oakland oh, via, or wait, from New York that. via Oakland. Tupac it because core. it's because it's got uh <laughs> digital underground, digital in it. underground in it. Let's see if we can find that. So Tupac doesn't even rap
0: I guess in the no, movie part they him.
2: cut his part out.
0: And he's got a New York shirt on. I thought he was West Coast. But well, he's West from Coast. New York
2: originally. He just was like Cali baby
1: penis Why do they
0: why were they there at the house?
1: <laughs> uh the band? Yeah. yeah. I think they got pulled over the same way uh the Chevy chase and this group did but they did the song and and let they let him, let him go, go. <laughs> he doesn't like bankers i'll tell you that Brussels, Brussels, where we sell good <laughs>